Brian Day is setting the Buckeyes up to have a lot of success in the upcoming season. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, sir. We are back in better than ever here on this fine Tuesday in 2024. And I'm excited not only about where we are right now in this year, but what Ohio State might be in the upcoming season. Welcome in, Buckeye fans, to a Tuesday edition of Locked on Buckeyes here on Tuesday, February 13th in the year 2024. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today, and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Simply visit FanDuel.com slash on to get started. Ryan Day is in a very interesting spot right now in his tenure at Ohio State. I don't think anybody thought when he got hired to replace Urban Meyer as the Buckeyes head football coach that Ryan Day would be here at the end of the 2023 season. Three straight losses to Michigan, the weird ending in the Georgia game where the Buckeyes played like they were going to win the game, but ultimately some things happened as the clock switched from 2022 to 2023 that ultimately altered the outcome of that game. But 2023 was a weird year, man. Offensively, defensively, things were good in some areas, things were bad, but the result was the same. A bowl loss, a loss to your rival, and now Ryan Day has to make sure that those things don't happen again. Here is what Ryan Day has done. He has set the Buckeyes up for success in the upcoming season. Look at what he's done so far this year, this offseason, not just this year, but the offseason in general going back to December. Ryan Day has made calculated decisions that impact the Buckeyes football team in a big way. He didn't have to go out there and get Quinshawn Judkins, but he did. He didn't go out there and he didn't have to go out there and get Seth McLaughlin, but he did. He didn't have to go out there and get Will Kazmarek from Ohio, but he did. He didn't have to go out there and get Will Howard because honestly, if you want to keep it real, Kyle McCord might be a better quarterback than Will Howard. Just being real with you. So I don't know internally what happened, but he didn't have to go out there. He didn't have to have that conversation with Kyle McCord to say, uh, you can stick around, you can compete, but we're not going to automatically hand the QB1 title to you at this point of the season going into next year. He didn't have to do any of that. He didn't go out. have to go out there and bring in Bill O'Brien, who ultimately left to go to Boston College, but he did. It was an upgrade for the offense. He didn't have to go out there and get Chip Kelly to replace Bill O'Brien. He could have got somebody else that was cheaper than Chip Kelly that he had no relationship with. But he did. Ryan Day is not only setting the the football team up for success to players, but also himself. Think about what this is meaning for Ryan Day. You're bringing in guys that are experienced. Yeah, Wills Kazmarek is not playing the type of ball at at Ohio that you're going to play at Ohio State as far as competition-wise. But what does he do? You have a need at tight end. Cade Stover is gone. Okay, what is left over? Guys that are unproven. Wills Kazmark is unproven, but his unprovenness is not as severe as some of the other players on the team. So what do you do? You bring him in. 
it's easy. You're filling a need with a guy that has experience at his previous school. You, Caleb Downs. This was an easy one. You wanted him when he was in high school. Couldn't get him. Saban retires, you get him. It's one of those where it's like, hey, if you could get that guy, you go do it. Even to the point that Ryan Day is pursuing a defensive lineman who signed during the on the on national signing day in February and Dominic Kirks, an Ohio kid, committed to Washington, decommitted from Washington, committed to Ohio State. Now, as Brian Smith, Lockdown's recruiting analyst, mentioned on the last show that he was on, I believe it was last Friday, said, Hey, I don't he doesn't really understand and know what all went into a kid from Ohio committed to Washington and the decommitting from Washington to come to Ohio State. Some of you might say, Jay, well, he may have decommitted shortly after Halen DeBoer went to Alabama. And I believe the timeline, he decommitted before that even happened. So that's a thought, but the the timeline, I don't believe, matches up with that one. But Ryan Day is sitting here like, look, it's the Ohio State University. Had to work through some things, had to figure some things out, had to make some tough, had to have some tough conversations, had to be a big boy about some things and stand on what I believe in about this football team, not back down, not waver, not give in when people thought were pushing me to do something different than what I thought I should do. And these are the results. Now, this is only February 13th in 2024. The team doesn't play football until the fall. So I'm not going to sit up here and say and make predictions about what the Buckeyes will be in the fall. However, like I said earlier, I'll say it again. Ryan Day is setting this team up for to have success, to be successful in the upcoming season. And it's true. Absolutely true. When you look at the upgrades Ryan Day has made in different areas, even to the fact that, hey, Piero Liano, safety's coach, wasn't trash. He wasn't horrible. He wasn't making a whole bunch of bad decisions. Yeah, he had a miss or two in recruiting, but everybody has a miss or two in recruiting. Simply look at the Buckeye quarterback recruiting over the past 10 years. You're going to win some. You're going to lose some. That's just the nature of the beast. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. There's nothing wrong with that. There's also nothing wrong with the way that Ryan Day has handled this offseason. And honestly, I think when the decision that he made to hand over play calling to someone that he trusts as a proven track record of calling plays uh, in college and doing it at a high level, that decision right there, even before the Bill O'Brien hire and then the Chip Kelly hire, even before all that, that decision there by Ryan Day shows growth. Talk about it previously. Shows an evolution of a coach. Talk about it previously. But also it shows it's a better fit for the offense. It's a better fit for the entire team and program if he is not doing that, which makes me a little bit more excited than I already am for the Buckeyes to take the field in the fall. The spring game's coming up in April. I will be there. My wife and I will be there. We we were there last year. We'll be there this year. If you, like I said, always say hi. But also, if you have a conversation, conversation, uh, you got a question, you want to have a conversation about something, feel free to ask me. Like, I'm not going to be up there uh, shying away from conversations about Ryan Day. I am still, uh, I know previously I said, hey, I am off the bandwagon. How do I get back on the bandwagon? Having a successful 2024. That's how I get back on the bandwagon. I can also 
say, hey, Ryan Day is doing things right. Makes me more excited. The team is preparing for a big year. But if all this is for nothing, maybe you already got the best out of Ryan Day. Maybe that was it. Maybe Ryan Day doing all of this is possibly for nothing. I don't think it is, honestly. I really, really don't. I think it'd be really shocking if we come up to the upcoming season and all of a sudden Ryan Day has all of these guys, all these dudes on defense, all these dudes on offense. Got Jeremiah Smith, the true freshman receiver, who, as Brian Smith said, hey, by the end of the year, Jeremiah Smith should be your number two receiver. Hey, if that's the case, if Jeremiah Smith is balling like that, there's no reason Ohio State should not make noise in the fall. So, yes, I know I said previously after the Cotton Bowl game that Ryan Day's made a lot of decisions that have quickly made me stop, pause, and think about reevaluating my stance. The only way to get me to do some things, make some different outcomes of games than what we have had previously. All this is off-season stuff. You prove yourself in the fall on the field, and I cannot wait to see this current Buckeye football team on the field in the fall in the shoe or wherever they play football in 2024. Do you think Ryan Day is looking to help Larry Johnson in the upcoming season? I got a thought. It's a pretty easy one to discuss. We'll do it next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. Guys, guys, this is so easy. You don't want to miss it. I'll say it again and a little bit slower. New customers, you're able to get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live sand game parlays, exclusive props, and more. How do you do it? By visiting fanduel.com slash locked on. Once again, make sure you visit fanduel.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Locked One has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on the YouTube. And now you can also find it on Amazon Fire TV. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Find the Locked On Sports Today channel now on Amazon Fire TV, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, I'm a person that at this point of the offseason or really any point in the season, I am looking to try to find a way to help people that are part of the Buckeye football program. Now, it may be something in regards to the coach or a player, or maybe the guys on the field are good, but there's a guy that's on the bench that can make them better, maybe not in a starting role, but a rotational piece, finding ways to make things better. That's what I love to do. And I truly wonder if the Buckeyes' defense, specifically would be the defensive line, would be benefited if Ryan Day found a way to have two defensive line coaches this year to prepare for the retiring of Larry Johnson in the future. Now, I'm not sitting here saying I know when Larry Johnson is going to retire or he wants to retire. I don't have that info. And I really don't care. I I would love to, to know to better prepare for you and to inform you about things that I do know that I can share. 
However, that don't mean like knowing or not knowing doesn't matter. Ryan Day can instantly right now help Larry Johnson with the defensive line coaching and even transition. Because let's just say you lose Larry Legend. I know it's it's a name for Larry Bird, but let's just say you lose Larry the Legend Johnson. That's a better fit. And all of a sudden, the guys who you have recruited, they're like, well, who's going to coach us? I don't know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Coach, coach, coach. You need to tell me you don't know who's going to coach us. And we just lost Larry the Legend Johnson. Been a phenomenal defensive line coach for a long, long, long time. Why should I stay? And that's a legitimate question if I'm a youngster that I don't know who is going to coach me at my position and I'm losing uh, the coach that recruited me to come to this school. Why should I stay? Now, that's a legitimate thought. Here's another one. If you bring somebody else in to, to be like, I won't say co-D-line coach, because that I don't think it's really going to be the way it's going to go, but be able to work with Larry Johnson, learn some of his uh, tricks of the trade, figure out what he does, figure out how he communicates with the youngsters, and then all of a sudden, what do you have? Larry Johnson says, hey, Coach Ryan Day, I endorse so-and-so. I endorse this guy you brought in, that we brought in to work with these young men alongside me on the defensive line. I endorse him to be the next guy to be the D-line coach for the Ohio State Buckeyes. That would be great. Don't you think, Urban Meyer brought Ryan Day in thinking that, hey, he would endorse Ryan Day to be the next head football coach at the Ohio State University. Now, it wasn't like it was an instant thing. Ryan Day was at Ohio State for a couple years, left the 49ers, came to Columbus, ended up coaching, um, I think, with a couple, what, QB coach, and then OC, associate head coach, QB. I don't know the titles since 17 and 18. All I know was he was working side by side with Urban Meyer, figuring out what Urban Meyer does, figuring out what works for Urban Meyer, figuring out the things you like that Urban did that you want to implement into your coaching style, find the things you don't like that Urban did, but you want to twist a little bit so they're more fitting to your way of doing things. Now, if things didn't go well, I don't think that Gene Smith would have promoted Ryan Day to be the head football coach at the Ohio State University, but they did. And the same thing could go in right now with whoever replaces Larry Johnson as D-line coach at Ohio State. Excuse me. And also, it's a great benefit for the players. I mentioned it earlier, and that was a little um, instant thought like, wait, you don't know who's going to replace him. You want me to stay? Bruh. Bruh. Why? Yeah, you're going to say, what's well, the block? Oh, it's, it's Ohio State. It just means more here. Okay, cool. Um, That's great. But what else? What else is it? Because I want to make sure the next coach that comes in can help me get to the National Football League. That has put guys into the National Football League so that when I want to go to the National Football League, I can realize that I'm being coached by guys, put numerous guys in the league or a few guys in the league, depending on the age that he is in, in relation to how long he has been coaching. You want someone you can trust that can also prepare you for the next level. Now, I don't know if Ryan Day is planning on filling the last assistant coach spot with a guy on the defensive line. I've heard a couple things. They're going after Jason Taylor, who's down there at Miami. Okay, great. Possibly James Laurinaitis could be the linebacker's coach. Maybe Ryan Day goes out there and gets a full-time special teams coach. Who knows? But whatever. There are different things floating out there. 
Do I think or even know? I, I don't know if James Laurinaitis is ready to be the full-time linebacker coach. I don't know. I have no idea. I know that he can help in recruiting, but I don't know if he's ready for that type of grind. Hey, nobody knows until he does it. Now, what needs to get better at Ohio State? The linebacker play. Absolutely. Eichenberg, good. Chambers, good. Were they playing collectively up to the standard of LB play that was set at Ohio State? No. They collectively were not. So what is it? Does Jim Knowles need to just simply run the defense and let somebody else coach the linebackers? I'm cool with that. I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, honestly, I think it would be a great, great, great move. Ryan Day runs the team. Bill O'Brien, excuse me, well, Bill O'Brien's gone. Chip Kelly runs the offense and the quarterbacks who run the offense on the field. And then, okay, cool. Like, I, I understand if you want to have your coordinators roll that way and the offense roll that way, that would be great. Personally, I think in this situation, I don't normally approve of the co-defensive coordinator, role, uh, Cody line coach for one position. But if you want to do this for as a plan to – Replace Larry Johnson when he retires, great. And if that's make sure that's the only reason why you have two D line coaches, because if you if you bring a guy in and that's not your plan, why you're literally wasting money at that point because that money could be used elsewhere. If you don't do two defensive line coaches, what else could you do? To uh, do a, a linebacker coach, if that's not what you want, do special teams. Cool, done, done deal. Stop there. However. I personally think, and I'm starting to think that, well, um, we could end up seeing um, that D-line coach, two D-line coaches to help the Buckeyes with the transition or whenever Ryan, uh, Ryan Day, whenever Larry Johnson decides to call it quits. I'm looking forward to it. He's a phenomenal coach and had two guys that he coached uh, at Ohio State, Nick Bosa and Chase Young, do a lot of phenomenal things in the Super Bowl. Ultimately, it wasn't enough as the Chiefs won, um, was it back-to-back Super Bowls, three Super Bowls total in their run. I mean. They're asking Tracy Wolfson. Tracy Wolfson's asking, "Is this a dynasty, or it's, di- it's a question about the dynasty?" I forget exactly what it is. We're in the midst of it. Whatever you think about Travis Kelsey or Patrick Mahomes or Andy Reid, don't matter, positive or negative. Don't really matter what you think. We're in the midst of a dynasty, and it's weird to say that, but the dynasty or that championship run that the Chiefs are currently on, winning back to back, ultimately that's almost de- derailed because of two guys, Larry Johnson coach. And if he can help groom and help work with the man that takes over his spot when he retires, that, my friends, is setting the Buckeyes up for success. The Buckeyes recently got a transfer from an unlikely source, a player that played at a real at a school that you would not think somebody would transfer from to come to Ohio State. We'll dive into that next on Locked On Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors, passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, guys, you're burning rubber, 
not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guarantee fit only available to U.S. customers. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at Billiards Plus. Billions Plus has the best selection of pool tables, game tables, shuffleboard tables, and more, and the best service in Central Ohio. Billions Plus carries grills. They have up to 30-year warranties. That's right, a grill with a 30-year warranty. Everything you need for in-home and backyard entertainment is at Billions Plus, and the grills, whether you're whether you like charcoal, like yours truly, or gas or wood-fired, Billiards Plus has a perfect setup for all grillers. They are family-owned and operated, and when you talk to the staff at Billiards Plus, you know you're talking to an expert who won't steer you wrong. Billiards Plus has you covered for all your indoor and outdoor entertainment needs. Kenny, Sarah, and the whole entire staff will always go above and beyond to give you the best customer service in the industry. And check out some of their new games in stock now. Billiards Plus, visit their showroom on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. We're introducing, well, reintroducing something that is a benefit to you to connect with yours truly and to have your thoughts and input on the Buckeyes be a part of this show. We're relaunching and introducing a text service where we can connect daily with daily Ohio State news updates and analysis. All you got to do is text the number 614-587-7853. Once again, 614-587-7853. And it's a text subscriber service. For first 14 days are free. And I'll be sending out different news and updates in my own personal analysis about the Buckeye football team. And many of you are curious or possibly curious about my thoughts about Chris Holtman, the Buckeyes basketball coach, as they are just uh, playing really bad basketball right now, even though they had a good double overtime win over Maryland over the weekend. Some of that will be coming your way via the text subscription service that is at your disposal. So normally when you think about a transfer, you think, well, this guy is coming from this school and this guy is coming from that school. And you could normally say it makes sense. It makes sense here. It makes sense there. Never in a million years did I think a player from Michigan would transfer to Ohio State. Now, when it's not the first time. I think the first time was in the 2000s, uh, mid to late 2000s, or last time recently, not first time. Last time that someone transferred from Michigan to Ohio State. But right now, with what's going on, after the Wolverines won a national championship, after Harbaugh leaves, you hire you hire Sharon Moore from in-house, and what happens? Well, well, Joy Velasquez says, <laughs> been, a, been in Ann Arbor for a long time. Just got a ring there. I want to go back home. He's, he's a Columbus native. He wants to come back home. <laughs> Play football at Ohio State. Now, Velasquez is a linebacker. He was actually – so the first time that I, I totally missed this, I saw someone in a picture. James Leonard and I posted a picture on Super Bowl Sunday of all the linebackers watching the Super Bowl together. And so I am sitting there, and I'm like, okay, I know this guy, this guy. Velasquez was in the picture on Sunday, and, buddy, I had no idea who that guy, who he was, where he came from. I was just like, oh, maybe he's a manager or something. No, he was literally a Wolverine who transferred to Ohio State. Velasquez played 16 games for the Wolverines, um, didn't play any games at all in 2020 and 2023. Um, six, yeah, 16 games total. Also played baseball. 
this is one of the things that's interesting because he's coming to Ohio State as a walk-on. He is not on scholarship currently. He was a four-year letter winner for the Wolverines as an outfielder and helped uh, advance Michigan, which this is not fun to say, to two NCAA regionals in 2021 and 2022 in 100 games. Uh, he had 68 starts, hit 255, 17 doubles, two triples, nine home runs, and 51 RBIs. Not a bad baseball player at all. But my main thought about this, it took me a little bit to get here, a little bit longer than normal. Bear with me. My main thought about this, though, man, stuff in, stuff in Ann Arbor must be going dead wrong. If this guy is leaving the Wolverines, been there for a long time, and is going to the rival right now, yo, I don't have eyes and ears inside the practice facility and the offices there in Ann Arbor, but I will tell you this, it's not a good look. It's not a good look at all. Michigan recently had a player who signed his national letter of intent in December request a release of his uh, NLI. Had to make sure I didn't say NIL. That's two different things. Bruh, what, what's going on? This is not normal for a team that just won a national championship. This, this ain't normal at all. Now, what also isn't normal is cheating. What also isn't normal is the recruiting infractions that they tried to direct the punishment in the way that they saw fit. NCAA said no. So maybe internally they know. They have a feeling and a pulse on the way the NCAA is viewing the punishment that's going to come down to the Wolverines here soon. Maybe they're like, the players are like, look, we don't want to be a part of this. No. You mean we might miss, on, miss out on a chance to go and win back-to-back -back rings because of some stuff that happened back in 2020 and 2021, and because y'all been cheating for two or three years, we might lose out on a lot of things. We don't want to be a part of this mess. We don't want to be a mess of this hodgepodge or uh, operation. We don't want to be a part of any of this. No. So guys are leaving. Guys going to the portal. Guys going to the draft. It's weird, man. It's very, very weird. As I said, hodgepodge operation. My buddy, when I was in college, used to go around and um, was talking to different people, and he was saying, "Hey, man, this is Mickey Mickey Mouse operation." He was talking about something that he was a part of and trying to provide validity to it and say, hey, I know I'm here. I know I'm people in my situation probably aren't always in my position, but it's ain't a Mickey Mouse operation. And he would go on, play on words, give people laughing, public speaking. And I'm like, hey, uh, I've heard that Mickey Mouse thing a lot, a lot of a lot of times and it got kind of old to me. But the people he's in front of, he realizes. They've never heard it, which is why when I said hodgepodge, I almost had Mickey Mouse operation. Y'all would have been like, yeah, it's just stuff that comes up. But, man, stuff must not be good in Ann Arbor. And for you to come to Ohio State as, an, as a walk-on, what does that say about Ryan Day and the linebacker situation at Ohio State and just the football program as a whole? And I remember when Andrew Dockage ended up transferring to Ohio State, former basketball player, basketball player for the Wolverines, transferred to – the Buckeyes, and Dan Dockett, who is now back on the radio in Indianapolis. I recently heard him say there's a lot of slander, a lot of people that don't like Chris Holtman, that are talking bad about him. But he said, hey, I like Chris Holtman. I will always back Chris Holtman because of the way that he treated my son when he transferred to Ohio State. Now I'm sitting here like, okay, Andrew Dockett didn't play. I don't think Velasquez is going to play. However, bro, transferring from Michigan to Ohio State – 
It don't matter if it's football or basketball or field hockey. That's just something that you don't expect to see. Out of here on a Tuesday, y'all. Took Monday off. Um, Called a Super Bowl hangover, and I wasn't even drunk. I don't drink at all. But I'm like, I don't know what it is. But I was like, ah. Take it a day off. Take it a day off. It's okay. Uh, I had an extra show for you on Friday. If you didn't catch the reaction pod reacting to Chip Kelly being hired as a Buckeyes OC, go check that out. It's in your feed on YouTube or wherever you get your audio podcast as well. Remember to subscribe to the texting service, um, the Buckeye subtext, 614-587-7853. It's exclusive. That number is exclusive for our show. That's it. It is me and me only. You're not going to get any other analysts. Or, it's just us. It's our exclusive group. And trust me, we'll be putting polls out and text subscribers. We'll be able to uh, filter in questions, and those questions might be featured here on the show. You also get 14 days for free. It's a fun thing. We all love things that are free. And this is free for you for the first two weeks. Out of here on a Tuesday, Buckeye fans. We will see you next time.